This is DZFE's Maestro Filipino, a focus for music with a connection to home. For this edition, I'm Daniel. We continue our series on the latest batch of winners of the NCCA's Composition Prize with Franz Augustin Maliari. Currently a second-year composition major at the University of the Philippines, Diliman, Maliari is also a choir singer as well as a campus journalist in high school. However, what is probably the most surprising thing about Maliari is that he is, mostly, self-taught as a composer. As one might expect, that journey is not all smooth sailing, especially as Maliari entered the territory of Messiaen and other 20th century composers. It hasn't been particularly long since then, but Maliari, remarkably, has since finished as a finalist at Azerbaijan's National Music and Global Culture Society Composition Competition, and of course, won a composition prize from our own National Commission for Culture and the Arts. Before we meet our guest, here is one of Franz Maliari's works, Para Sabayan, written for Piano Trio.
So, Franz, how did you start in music? You say that it is rather strange because you don't come from a musical family. Yeah, my mother and father are not really that very good at music. My sister, she kind of sings. My direct family right now is not very much involved in music. And most of my musical life, I've been training by myself. If there was kind of any inspiration from my family regarding music, that would be my father's side in Pampanga, where they play some instruments such as the guitar, and they sing as well. They sing really good. It started when I was, I think, 11 or 12, I played the guitar. Then when I was 12, I played the piano. But I did not directly start composing. I kind of just dabbled in music as a hobby and not a career that I was thinking that could be made out of. Then when I was in grade nine, that was when I first started composing, but I did not write as a classical composer. I wrote pop songs at the very beginning, and they're quite good. It helped me develop my compositional skills, even though they were set in a different genre than what I am currently composing right now. Yeah, almost everything was self-learned, even music theory. It was not something that someone told me to do, but it was just like one day I just woke up and said, I'm going to learn music theory today. And I did. Many of the topics that we covered for our first year in college, I have already studied when I was 12. So how did you decide to pursue music as a vocation? I was actually very conflicted about the college program that I'm going to take. I did not know what kind of career should I take. My father is a civil engineer, so I was thinking about taking engineering, although I was mostly leaning towards the humanities and social sciences. So there were other two choices for me, but political science, most probably that was going to be my course. The fourth other choice is music. It was a hard choice because looking at it, it's three different fields. But an interesting story is that I passed the UCA with a degree in political science on July 15. And the results for the College of Music was going to be released on July 19. After receiving the UCA results, I was thinking about whether should I accept this. But I told myself that I'm going to wait for the other college to release the results. But... The College of Music did not release it on July 19. They released it on July 16, which was my birthday. I considered it a bit of a sign. I only had one teacher for my music training, and he taught me some vocal music techniques. But other than that, he trained me for solfeggio and for a bit of dictation one month before the auditions. Right now, you compose mostly in very modernistic idioms. Yeah which is quite a leap coming from the pop background that you had. How did you make that transition? Kind of an embarrassing moment when I entered my second class with my composition professor, Sergino. He told me that, of course, I had to start writing a composition for my course. And I finished it within a week because it was not in the genre that was expected of me. It was a learning moment still but an embarrassing one nonetheless. <laughs> and uh, after listening to that, he gave me some pointers still, even though it was not what was expected of me. After that, he told me that I needed to listen to some composers that might help me enter into this new musical language, such as Messian, Kaya Sariaho, Donald Earp, etc. And these are some composers that really opened my eyes to a whole new world of music making in the modernist style. 
like other people who start to listen to modern music, the first thought that went into my head is that this is weird. This is really weird music. Right now, I still think that it is weird, but after listening and reading more about it, I realized that there's so much more than its weirdness, much more than its like horror-themed kind of music. I really found it very beautiful, and I wanted to explore it. I think that it will widen my musical colors and knowledge. Apart from that, you are also a writer and a singer, and maybe some other things. So, what are some of the、yeah. other things you've dabbled in, and how do these feed into your composing? The other things that I dabbled in was, of course, writing not in music but in words. I was a campus journalist, and I was also an extemporaneous speaker when I was in high school. I was also a singer for my church choir and my school choir. I sang as a tenor, and they really helped me in first my writing as a campus journalist to get the ideas that I'm going to need to compose as a musician. And being a choir member really helped me move towards understanding music reading. What is your composing process? My composing process does not really begin at a certain point. I think that mostly I develop it by basing it from a certain concept. Actually, two things: one concept, and two the music that I hear in my ear, the imaginary sound that I want to apply in the music. And I also believe that if you can't hear the music before you even start composing, then composing would be a real challenge for somebody because you know you need to first understand what you're going to do before you could even put it into writing. Actually, that's also one of my struggles right now because sometimes I have an idea in my mind. I have this not melody, but I have certain sounds that I want to put in my music. Sometimes I get stuck in it. I kind of miss the bigger picture, which is really important if you're composing these kinds of pieces. And my professor would tell me, "Na, you're thinking about his material as beautiful. You think of yourself as too much of a beautiful composer. Don't get stuck in these materials. Just think of the bigger picture that you need to put into writing." The music that you compose these days, at least, what sort of music do you write? As was said earlier, it is mostly in the modern, or I think postmodern, musical idiom or genre. And most of the music that I compose nowadays are in the chamber music genre. So I haven't really started writing for big orchestral arrangements. I'm actually currently working on two pieces, actually, a fusion of electronic music with European instruments. It's something that is required from second-year college music composition students, but it's something that I really enjoy doing right now. And most of my compositions are comprised of those kinds of works. And you also mentioned earlier that you write mostly, maybe completely, programmatic music. Right now, I haven't written something that is absolute music. As a UP student, I think <laughs> I mostly write in programmatic music. I was supposed to be a political science student, but I became a music student. So it's kind of a consolation, I think. It's a consolation of my beliefs. The NCCA Composition Prize is not the first competition you've joined. How did you begin、yeah. writing for competitions? Actually, both of the competitions that I first started in was when I was in my first year of college. The first one was the competition in Azerbaijan, sent by my professor in composition. So they just tried it, and there was this set of melodies that I need to base my composition on, and that was my very first competition for composing music. 
I thought that I wasn't supposed to win because when I scrolled through the other contestants for that competition, I saw that some of them were already teaching music at college level. So it was really intimidating, but I became a finalist nonetheless. And that work of mine, I think it will be published in the U.S. The second competition that I went into was the NCCA. And then there were also other competitions that you might not be aware because I actually lost, but they're still an experience nonetheless. I joined a competition for choral writing, but I did not win that because I am not very well versed as of now in writing for choral music, not choral music per se, but writing for choral music. Tell us about the work you wrote for NCCA, Laro Laro Laruan. Yeah, when we were all in the lockdown during the pandemic, I was thinking about what we're missing during these moments. I think the biggest thing we're missing are actually the children. We're too much focused on ourselves. I mean, I'm a young adult when I wrote this piece. I think I was 18 or 19 when I wrote this piece. And we are so much focused on what we're going to do as adults. And all this time, you forget that there are kids who should be playing outside, who should be running around with their friends, and who should be living the life of a child. So I wrote this piece thinking about these children who, who just miss these kinds of things that we should be doing right now. So that was my first inspiration. The second one is, this was also a commentary of what was happening in our country. It was a repetition. It was a continuous repetition of we have a peak of cases and then it's going to go down and then up again. But it's just a continuous repetition, but almost nothing changes. And I wanted to make the composition like a whole breathing process. I start with a very high energy, but in the end, just like playing these games, you get so tired in the end. So it's an imagery of the children at play, but also a commentary of, uh, I think, what was happening in our country during that time. The teachings of Mizian, I forgot the book, but I actually read it and it was a very big help of what I was composing at that time. There was kind of an ostinato playing in the piano, so maybe subconsciously inspired by some of Ifugawa ostinatos. If one hears it, I think they would be reminded of that.
Franz Maliari's In a Thousand and More Nights, the work that won him a place as a finalist at the last international composition competition of Azerbaijan's National Music and Global Culture Society. More recently, Maliari won in the solo piano category of the National Commission for Culture and the Arts Composition Prize. That is all for this Maestro Filipino, DZFE's weekly feature for fine music in our locale. Each episode airs Saturday at 12 noon, the following Sunday, 12 midnight, and lastly, the next Thursday at 8 in the evening. Maestro Filipino episodes are uploaded every week on our SoundCloud and Spotify channels. Once more, this is Daniel. Thank you for listening.